Hey guys, this is Colin with Free Terrible Gamers Podcast. I'm back with Ashton. Hey guys, what's up? Alright, today we are discussing a slew of things. Might throw in an extra one just because it popped up within the past couple of days that I didn't have to write down before I decided to make the list for this week. But anyways, we'll go ahead and start off with the Xbox Transparency Report. Yeah, I've seen it's something new they're going to do. Uh, they're going to release it every six months, and I think just the mission is to make the player experience better and smoother. I think it's a pretty good, pretty good idea. Um, I've seen a bunch of different stuff they're doing. They were going to... It says here the Xbox team issued more than 4.33 million enforcements against inauthentic accounts so like robot accounts which i i know a lot has messaged me on xbox live in the past so they're going to try to eliminate those and then yeah along with other things what's it could be a porn site one time wasn't it yeah a bunch of i mean uh, all kinds of weird stuff just bots trying i don't know what they're trying but it seems like it's a pretty good idea and they're going to do stuff every six months, and there's other things too, but you can look into it to see everything. There's a big list of stuff they're going to do. I'm not going to read all of them, but pretty good idea just to make the ex- user experience better. I'm going to crack the joke. They're going to be very transparent with us <laughs> when it comes to this yeah. stuff. But yeah, I've seen the same thing. 4.3 million accounts are getting banned because of the bot activity one of those accounts associated with them, so I guess you'll technically see less people on your friends list. Yeah. And I guess even since we stopped playing Xbox, it must have gotten worse for them to actually do something about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, shoot, I probably got one like once a year, it seemed like, and it was always right around this time of year. Yeah, so it must be a lot more now. I mean, eventually people just keep on getting away with it, getting away with it, getting away with it. And then until they start cracking down, they're just going to have a bigger issue at hand. So that's probably why they was like, okay, it's time with 4 million accounts, basically. We better put a stop to this. Yeah. And a lot of different companies should do the same thing. Like YouTube, there's a lot of bot accounts. Instagram, all kinds of different platforms have different issues with bots. And it's just... They kind of hurt the experience sometimes seeing that type of stuff on there. Oh, yeah. It's just like, oh, okay. Most of it is inappropriate stuff. I was just say, yeah. I mean, if you know not to click on it, you know not to click on it. But when you got people like Colby, it's just like, hey, let me click on this. Right. And you really get people in trouble, even though that's not what the intention was behind for the person clicking. Right. Right. Moving on, uh, MW2 players stealing codes off of Mountain Dew. You seen seen any of those in news articles? Yeah, I've seen a few of them. I've seen them like getting them out of the, like the, I guess twenty four packs. I've seen them getting them off the individual bottles, cans, and stuff. It's sad to see people doing stuff like that. I mean. I guess technically Mountain Dew does it to themselves doing that, but I mean, they if they're going to steal the cap, just steal the whole bottle. Like, don't just take the lid off the pop and leave it on a shelf. I've seen people doing that online. 
if you're going to steal, just steal. At least don't waste the product. I want to take it a step further and say if they could do what you do if you're like ordering like digital games or like how we renewed the Switch thing last night. It's a digital code. They could make it to where it's inactive until the purchase receipt. Right. Yeah. That. See, I was thinking there's not. If you're going to do it physical, like they're doing a physical code, there's not a way to stop it at all. There's no way you can. No, definitely not. But if you do it kind of like a two-step authentication type of thing, like if you have a code, maybe not even a code, like you have to log into it and use your account and then scan your barcode and your receipt both, that's a way that you could do it maybe. Oh, yeah, like I said, but yeah, like you said, it was a physical standpoint. There's nothing, especially since people are doing and getting away with it now. So it's either going to ruin it for everybody right. or they're going to do exactly what I just said and just switch it to where you can have it. It's just going to be on your receipt and you got to punch it in in game. Well, either way, it's, it's going to ruin it for everybody because they're, they've had codes like this on pop for years and years. Years, like 12 or plus playing Call of Duty. Like, Call of Duty's always done it every single year, but I can remember. Yeah, me too. And we've got codes and stuff, different occasions on it. And even VC, like 2K does it for VC sometimes on different products. I think it's usually Ruffles. Yeah, Ruffles. And, um... <clears throat> Halo's Doritos sometimes? I believe so. Yeah. And sometimes, uh, Doritos is more, uh, Call of Duty as well. But, anyway... Don't. Yeah. It's going to ruin it for everybody, and it's going to ruin it for all those games. Other games are going to see that Mount Lou's switching over to digital, or they're just going to do away with it, which I don't see them as big as gaming is to Mount Lou, the partnership with them. I don't see them doing away with it completely. They're just going to have to secure it some. Yeah, but it's so, definitely yeah. getting out of control more and more than it has in the past. Like I'm sure it's always been a thing. It's just obviously in the day of social media and everything else. And people probably think it's some sort of challenge in today's time. Right. And it's just kids being kids. Well, I'm sure adults are doing it too, but mostly kids being yeah, kids. I'm sure it's more adults than what it is kids. It may be, but. Like, I wouldn't say like adult adults. I would say like 18, 19 year old. I'd say like, yeah. Like Barely old enough to get the game. Yeah. But if they're going to keep it physical, a physical code, there's no way to keep people from stealing it. Not anymore. People aren't honest like they used to be, which nobody's ever been 100% honest, but people used to be more honest than they are now. Which, I mean, they could crack it down on a legal standpoint, too. They could easily be like, oh, okay, we can, they could track the codes back to the account that it got entered in. Right, and they can ban their account. Exactly. Which, I mean, that might be a step they take. Instead of doing a digital thing, they may just start banning accounts, and that's what they get. I don't feel sorry for them. That's what they get. No, that's basically the same thing we just talked about in emulators on the previous podcast. It's the same ordeal. It's just double XP instead of a game. Right, and I don't get me wrong. I like free stuff, free codes for games, but that's not free. That's stealing. If, if it was actually free, like they were giving them out, that's different, but they're not. <laughs> it's supposed to be with a I'm purchase. anticipation. Because they know not everybody is a video gamer. So they know that everyone goes by that bottle of Mountain Dew doesn't play video games. But it's still there for people that do do it. Right. 
Right, and it, it's kind of advertising for Mountain Dew and the game. Like, they see that game, and they're like, oh, what's this game? And they go buy the game and try it out or something, you know? Yep. But, yeah, it's stupid what the world's coming to on stuff like that. Yeah, it's just immatureness is all it is. It's just people need to grow up and pay for their stuff. You know, work for your stuff and pay for it. That's different if your friend that drinks Mountain Dew and you don't drink Mountain Dew gives you all the bottle caps. That's a whole different ball, ball game, but right, it was, it was still purchased. Of, you know, you're not only ruining the company's stock, but you're also ruining the drink for the next person, or it's just going to get thrown away and wasted. Right. It, as long as it's purchased, don't steal the caps from your friend. But if it's purchased and they give them to you, then you know that's there's nothing wrong with that seems like the i mean that's definitely the mature way of doing that method yeah and not everybody drinks pop or soda for you people out there that don't know what pop is um not everybody drinks it huh the people down here where i'm at yeah (laughs) that's what i mean yeah but it's just it's different nowadays of what it used to be i remember the game fuels back in the day the original game fuels not the ones that came out with a couple years ago the original one they had codes on them and we used to use them for different stuff i don't think it was for games necessarily i can't remember but i think it was something you could do online on their website or something i thought it was for the games because i thought that's whenever they started their partnership with uh it could have been it could have been that's when they started the games, and I'm thinking of maybe I think Coke. Coke was you could do something codes on their website. That's what it was. Yeah, Coke. You could do like a game on their website type of situation, like an indie game. Yeah, type. but the original Game Fuel, for you guys that don't know, was actually in a bottle, not a can. Mm-hmm. That was uh, three flavors, I believe. There was three flavors, and it had. I think half the caffeine. Well, it had normal caffeine of a normal Mountain Dew. Yeah, they weren't really, they weren't energy drinks like the ones a couple years ago came out were. Yeah, because, I mean, they're basically just two Mountain Dews put together is the caffeine amount in the current game fuels. And like I said, the last ones were just a yeah. bottle, so it was right around that 9,500 range yeah. per milligrams. Right. They need to bring those original flavors back. And if somebody from Mountain Dew listens to this, you need to make Code Red and Zero Sugar and Voltage and Zero Sugar. And a sponsorship. And a sponsorship. <laughs> Support for Three Terrible Gamers is brought to you by Manscaped. The best of the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Recently, I have been using Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, which includes the lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and I dare say the greatest ball trimmers ever. The lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000K LED spotlight, which helps to reduce the risk of ingrown hairs and grooming accidents. You thought that was good, but want to take your grooming game even further to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, performance boxer briefs, and the travel bag to hold your grooming must-haves. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. 
So if you want to join us in our smooth ball fall movement, I have a deal for you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code 3TG at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code 3TG. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Now let's get back to the free terrible gamers. <laughs> All right. Multiverses Season 2 is already on its way, and it just feels like we were talking about this game yesterday, even though it was pretty much like three months ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've only played it that first time when it released. It, it was a fun game. I know a lot's happened in it since I've played it, but yeah, Season 2, there's going to be new characters. Um, one they've already released was... A few controversies. What is it? I said it's already had a few controversies too in its short-lived career as a game. Right. Yeah, which that you know, it will. But one of the new characters that was announced was Marvin the Martian. And they're gonna have a they're gonna release a Game of Thrones themed map, which would be pretty cool. And then uh also in season two they're gonna have like network and latency improvements and also a battle pass for skins for current players that are already out. So Lots happening in Multiverse Season 2. If you haven't played the game, it's a, it, like I said, it's a fun game. If you guys want to check it out, of course, it's no sponsor or nothing. It's a free game. Just go play it. It's fun. It's free to play. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice. It's kind of like a Super Smash Brothers type game. Pretty fun. Yeah, I've seen the Game of Thrones being mapped, which... I mean, I know there's only still a select handful of characters they could technically put in there, but as we mentioned before, when we first mentioned it, it pretty much just seems like it's any HBO title is able to be on that game. Pretty much, yeah. Like Warner Warner Brothers, HBO, all of them, pretty much. Yep, because, I mean, Game of Thrones is another HBO, Marvin the Martian, obviously, mm-hmm. Looney Tunes, and they own them now. I mean, they've always owned them. Warner Brothers has always had them. Maybe not back in like the 50s, yeah. 50s but recently. They Since we've been alive, anyway. Now, you was mentioning controversy. What's the, what was the controversy on the game? You, you didn't hear about that one? Uh-uh. Uh, it was Belma. I guess her, I'm going to call it a Super Smash because, well, the, yeah, I think that's what the little Smash Ball that you hit on Smash Driver, wasn't it? It was the Smash, the Smash Ball or whatever. Yeah, the Smash Ball, yeah. But, uh, so, I guess that game's equivalent of that. If Velma had a hold of it, she could call the cops on any character. And, of course, you know, it was a whole entire race thing because she could call the cops on, you know, black characters. But, like I said, she could do it to everybody, but that was the controversy behind it. Wow. Yeah, that happened. I mean, that... I heard I knew about that like two weeks ago, but I just didn't really want to touch it on it on the right. Yeah, a little touchy subject. Yeah, but yeah, that's what the controversy was. She could call the cops, which they fixed it since then. She has a different, I guess, quote unquote, finishing move per se. But so she don't call the cops anymore. Was she could call the cops on the characters to take them off the stage, basically. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't Which, hear about that. I mean, that was a thing at the end of every Scooby Doo episode, so I mean, it made sense. The cops were always there at the end of it, right? There was no ill intentions toward it, but yeah, that's just how the TV series since 
the 60s had played out. Yeah, I mean, every single episode if you've ever watched Scooby-Doo. A movie. Yeah, and a movie. Anytime that they would always solve the mysteries and the cops would always come here and arrest whoever it was. Like I said, there, there probably wasn't no ill intentions, but I see what, what they was going with on it. Yeah, I, I understand it, but, you know. But there's you guys, the extra topic. It's not the one I was talking about earlier, but it was uh, one I just happened to hop down a rabbit hole and actually had never heard of yet. Yeah. The, the extra one you're talking about, was that what you was talking to me about last night? Yep. Okay. Gotcha. That's just if we have time constraints, but I think we're doing good so far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pokemon trading card game open beta. Yeah, I seen that it was releasing on PC and mobile devices, iOS and Android. Um, it's it's a game you collect cards either by scanning codes, stand. Oh, sorry, scanning cards like actual packs that you buy which is pretty cool and then or you can just purchase booster packs with digital currency earned in the game um it's similar to Yu-Gi-Oh! master duel i don't know if you've ever played that call the duel links uh Yu-Gi-Oh! master duel oh no i've played Yu-Gi-Oh! duel links and it has like all six Yu-Gi-Oh! characters like it's just not specified on one it has like the GX, the whole nine yards in there. Ah, uh, it went downhill like after GX. Does same concept now? Yeah, I play Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. It's available on Switch and on mobile. Uh, it's just basically you're not you're not technically playing as a character. You're just you get your cards, you see your cards on the screen, and you fight your cards against the other team's cards. Obviously, with the uh, the monsters, but uh, actually, for researching purposes, and I actually just played it. I downloaded the, the open beta, so it's very, very similar. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I did too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I played it. So you understand what I'm saying? Like the, it's very similar to the Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel. It's, you just your card attacks their cards, and whoever's yeah, heart points runs out too. first wins. So. Yep, which I never did. Really Pretty get fun in the Pokemon, the actual card game. Growing up, I mean, I knew it was around, but like you said, we was more of the Yu-Gi-Oh than what we was Pokemon. Right, and I mean, I had Pokemon cards, but I didn't fight them or nothing. We didn't fight them. We we did duel um, Yu-Gi-Oh though when we was younger with Carter and everybody. Yep, but, but said Pokemon just never really did hit off where we was at. No, not really. But you never heard of a Pokemon tournament around. No, which is surprising because nowadays Pokemon is more relevant than Yu-Gi-Oh now. Oh, yeah, it definitely. I mean, it's lasted longer. Yeah. And Pokemon has always had more of a consistent rule base than what Yu-Gi-Oh has. Yu-Gi-Oh comes up with a new generation that just ditches everything. Right. Like I said, after GX, it went downhill. Like, after the original, I think it went downhill. But, um, yeah, Pokemon trading card game, trading card live, is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, I think it's called trading card game live or whatever it is. Trading card yeah, anyway, it's in open beta, so if you downloaded it, it is available on iOS and Android and PC. But remember, it is an open beta, so there are bugs. It's not the final product, so don't get mad at the Pokemon company or whoever's developing 
saying, oh, this is a crappy game. That's no, just an open beta. It's still in development. So just be easy yeah, on developers. I was literally in a game for like probably 20 minutes last night until my opponent ran out of cards. Like, I was just like, oh my goodness. Like, why aren't you going to do this? Like, if I was playing normal physical cards, this would not be the case. It would already be over by now. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's in development still. They're, they're getting feedback from players and everything. It's all it is. So it'll be better when it's officially released, but it's still pretty fun. I, I'll be honest with you. I, like I said, I downloaded it. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's still weird seeing all the different generations of Pokemon because, like we said before, we had a few cards and I had all the first generation Pokemon. I, <laughs> right, we're used to original. <coughs> I actually I had Charizard, so we're used to him. But it gave me Charizard uh, for the first round, then after that, I didn't see Charizard again. It just boom, 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 boom. It had like, I guess. I think I've done some research. I think it was like Gen 6's like legendary Pokemon, like one of those. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible where you go head-to-head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff, just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. Huh. Which I guess I would be more familiar with the newer gen, because where I played Legends Arceus this past year, maybe I'd be more familiar with the current gen pokemon because I, I looked at that game i was like i don't recognize half of these pokemon well i think the only thing with arceus was it was a uh it was in the Hino region right yeah yeah but it was, it was. Based, so i know there's different regions where normal pokemon had existed so you should have technically had all gen one pokemon for the most part that's true i didn't think about that well, there was a lot, like I said, we didn't get into it a lot when we were younger, so there was a lot I didn't recognize. Yeah, but I mean, I knew most, I know most of the 150 just by the rap that the anime had. Yeah. And from what I've seen of that game, it seemed like everything it was, like, you had, like, a special Voltor because that was the evolutionary trait before it was normal. Like I said, it's based yeah. 150 years before the original one, so like I said, in theory, there should still only be 150. Or 149 if you don't count you or Mewtwo. Yeah, I don't... Mew and Mewtwo's not in the game, I don't believe. And then, of course, Arceus is 
you know, the final balls or whatever. Spoilers, you know, it's, <laughs> it's the final balls. If you but, couldn't tell by the name of the game. Right. <laughs> like, I know usually they name it after a caller, but, I mean, if they throw a Pokemon name in there, they're usually the last one. Yeah. <laughs> if you couldn't figure that out, but going back. Yeah, the game's the, been out for almost a year. So. What is so it? So the game's been out for almost, almost a year, so if anybody's listening to this, they probably yeah. already play it. Exactly. All right, going back to Xbox. Xbox Game Pass November 2022 perks. All right, there's a whole long list of stuff here. Um, Apple TV Plus and Apple Music coming to Game Pass Ultimate subscribers. And then the new games for November are Dune Spice Wars, Ghost Lore Game Preview, Lapin? Lapin? I'm not sure. I think it's Lapin. Lapin? That's how I pronounce it whenever I read it. Norco, Insurgency Sandstorm, and Soccer Story. Oh, and there's one more. Warhammer. 40k Dark Tide. And then leaving games are Arkvale Deer Simulator. It's D-E-E-E-E-R. So I said the year. Uh, Final Fantasy 13 or 2. Mind Scanners, Mortal Shell, Space Warlord, Oregon Trading Simulator, Undungeon, and Warhammer 40,000 Battle Stick. A lot going on there. The leaving games, none I've ever played or had intention to play, so not losing much there, in my opinion. Also, not gaining really much, in my opinion, either. So, yeah, and I think if you haven't had Game Pass in a while, too, I think it's only a dollar. They used to do it around the holiday seasons. Yeah, it's a dollar for your first month of it. They should do like um, Nintendo, give you a seven-day free trial or something. Yeah, seven-day free trial definitely works, but I mean, I. I don't mind paying the extra dollar and six cents for an extra four week, uh, three weeks of playing. Yeah, uh, you don't mind the Game Pass because I paid for it for what three months for you. Didn't even know. I would say it was longer than three months. I think it was because it was coming out in quarters. Because you was getting oh yeah, it was. It wasn't. So it was almost a year. Yeah, it's like what in the world is this coming out of my bank account? From Microsoft. I'm sitting here bragging. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I was like, I haven't paid for life in like two years. They must have messed up something in my account majorly. I mean, here it was charging Ashton away. Uh, yeah, bullcrap. I was <laughs> like, what in the world? Microsoft's charging me for something. I don't even have Xbox Live. I bum it off cold. What made it worse on me was I wasn't even using the King Pass because I didn't think I had it. <laughs> yes, there's so it was a waste, a waste of your money, obviously. And then I wasn't even using the perks that was on there. Yeah, it wasn't cheap. It was like, like forty five dollars a quarter. Yeah, so it's fifteen dollars. I mean, yeah, fifteen dollars a month, basically. Yeah, but now we we play on Switch cheaper. A lot cheaper. You can have up to eight accounts yeah. for thirty six dollars. Yeah, that's you can't beat Which, that. I know we mentioned before Xbox is going to it. They just still haven't gone to it yet. 
Right, and they're it's still going to be cheaper to do the Switch one because I think we said it was like twenty two dollars is what they planned on doing for a family for a month. Which I mean, yeah, it's you know seven more bucks what you normally be paying, but it's still cheaper if you just go to the other alternative. Yeah, when Xbox they're phasing out their gold. They're not going to have Xbox Live Gold anymore. It's just all going to be Game Pass eventually. They're just they're going to phase it out instead of having it separate. Anyway, get our final topic. That or you got you got one more yeah. thing. No, nope, you good. good. All right, Nintendo Switch Sports, the sequel, I guess technically to Wii Sports, which we've also covered in a previous podcast is they're bringing back golf. What does that mean for all the players out there? Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, they're bringing back 21 holes from the Wii Sports Series, so you'll get the same technical maps, I guess, golf courses. Just like the graphics. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. You know, get a, some nostalgia in there. And then um, update players online. I've seen... That the direct mentioned winter 2022, but I also seen November 2022, but not an actual date. Did you get an actual date on that? I didn't see an actual date either. Yeah. So November 2022 is the update. So, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I loved golf back on, well, back in 2006 when the Wii released with Wii, Wii Sports. Loved playing golf, bowling, mm-hmm. all of it. Golf was probably the least played. I even played boxing more than golf, but golf was still fun. And it was it was more fun if you had friends to play with. Now, if he's playing by yourself, you'd play like baseball or tennis or bowling or something. But if he was playing with friends or something, golf wasn't bad. Yeah, and obviously they got online capabilities now, so it ain't nothing to hop on there and play against random people. Right, but back in the day, it wasn't part of the... I mean, the Wii had online capability, but Wii Sports did not. Yep, it was one of those, which I think the really only online capability games there was was the first-person shooters, wasn't there? I think so. I mean, I know, obviously, all the Call of Duties. Call of Duties. Um, I, I mean, that's the only ones I've played. I played Modern Warfare 3 on the Wii, which I had it for 360, mostly. And then Black Ops. That sucked on the Wii. Yeah, it did. Aim with your remote. Yeah, that actually sucked. But if I, didn't have my, if I didn't have my 360 on me, then I'd play it on the Wii. Oh, yeah, definitely. I still need to get that game, Nintendo Switch Sports. I played the beta, but I need to actually get the game. It's, it'd be fun. I still haven't got the game yet at all, or even played the beta. I thought about. I need to add it to our affiliate link. Let's say getting 2K was more important. Right. So, did you on your game flight? Did you actually buy the game 2K, or are you still renting it? Yeah. No, you can actually, and you can actually buy, and whenever you so you order it, they're still on a sponsor, so you guys don't have to go out there and go get them if you want to. But so how it works is they send you a game. Obviously, they just send you the actual. In this case, just a cartridge. So they send you that, 
And then once it's there, it asks, hey, you can buy this game now for $10 cheaper, which you'd be buying in the store. So you get $10 off. And then so 50 instead of 60 It takes like a week and you get your case for it. Nice. Also, they just they literally just send you the cartridge yeah, they at first. Like, yeah, and if you have like an Xbox or whatever, they just send you the disc, obviously on a sleeve. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just send you the actual copy of the game. And then if you decide you want to buy it, then they send you the case. That's cool. At least they do send you that case eventually. Yeah, because that's what I was trying to figure out. Because I'm just like, why is it charging me shipping? I already got the game. I was like, but whatever. I guess I have to if I want to buy it. Then I figured out like a week later whenever I got some case in the mail. That's good for collectors like, you know, me. I, I like collecting. Us. Well, yeah, you like collecting too, so. Yeah, that's why I'm just like, oh, okay, that's that's pretty cool. I think it sucks if you're charging me two dollars just for a game case to get shipped here, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it still ends up being cheaper than buying the game brand new, right? Which, like I said, they're not a sponsor, so you guys do gamefile what you want to. Until we do get them as sponsored, then definitely use them. But until that point, yeah, I remember seeing gamefile commercials all the time when we were younger. But you don't really see them a whole oh, yeah. lot anymore. No, you don't. But yet again, times have changed, and you can, like I said, there's so many different ways to get games now. You can get a cheaper price than what you would get in stores. But you know, like I said, back in the day when they used to be prominent, and it's also when Blockbuster used to be prominent too. People can right, and physical out. games were pretty much the only way to get games back then. So. Yeah, but now you can just be like, oh, yeah, I want this digital copy. I don't even have to have anything. The non-collectors are like, okay, nothing takes up space. I can just literally download this right now. Right, and the younger generation, they seem to be the more, obviously, digital, so they don't care about collecting like us old people. Exactly. So, like I said, at the end of the day, it's just what your preference is. Right. But... Like I said, GameFly is still the cheaper option if you want to buy a game. Yeah, you got your initial thing, but like I said, you, you can get a game, send a game, get a game, send a game. That's what I've done because, I, like I said, I got Splatoon first, and that was the same option with Splatoon. It was brand new, new. Like it was out two days, and yeah, I could have still bought it for 40 bucks. That's not bad at all. Which, if you go into Walmart, GameStop, whatever right now, it's still priced at 60 bucks. Oh, yeah, this has only been out. Couple months, yeah. So, like I said, it's and I mean, it won't drop down in price until Splatoon 4 comes out, yeah. If it even does, then like I said, Gamefly is a cheaper option with that stuff. And then, like I said, you just do what they say, you just put it back in the little thing, send it back, they pay for the postage on it, and then you just wait for your new game to come through, right. Or if you guys would rather pay full price for a game, you can always use our affiliate link. That's right, too. Which sometimes Amazon has good deals. You never know. They might knock a couple dollars off of it randomly for no reason. Especially around this time of year, Black Friday. Yep. So definitely use our affiliate link. Uh, we made a... Well, we didn't make a website. We have merch now. It's on a yep. few-day band, so... Uh, if you're listening to this at the end of next week on the well, if you're listening to this on the week of Thanksgiving, it should be fixed and everything else. Uh, it's called Redbubble. Just look up Three Terrible Gamers. If you go in there by this, 
sweatshirts, hoodies, stickers, whatever. Pretty much everything, man. Like, there's backpacks, there's um, phone cases, pillows, blankets, all kinds of stuff. Pretty cool. Like I said, that's one Redbubble, so they're not a sponsor either, but that's who we're using, so obviously i got to tell you what they're called, but yeah, just look up Redbubble right. Gamers, and you'll find stuff right then and there. Yeah, wear it and advertise it. Put us out there in the world. Yep. There's stickers, put on your vehicle, magnets. Some case. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then always, you know, Check out our YouTube, Too Terrible Podcast. And then check out our sports podcast, Too Terrible Sports Analysts. And so, just thanks for listening. Later, guys. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.